Hi friends, my name is Paige. I'm Morgan. And this is Girl Girl Manufactured. Manufactured. Listen or cringe along with us as we look back at music from the it girls, wannabes, and victims of the tween idol industrial complex. Which icons broke the mold and which sitcom starlets turned forgotten pop stars still deserve their flowers. Our credentials were two queer millennials who were raised on aughts Disney, Nickelodeon, and MTV. I work in communications now, but I'm a graduate of a performing arts high school and a recovering singer-songwriter. And I'm a creative writer and a half Filipino who can't shut up about it. Today on Girl Manufactured, we're discussing Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Guest starring my sister, Lee. Please introduce yourself. Tell us a little about yourself. Hi, my name is Lee. They, she. Um, what are your credentials? Uh, uh, I have done creative writing, um, and I theater kid. I'm a theater kid. Love anime, cosplayer, um, and I'm now a teacher um, of college students. So yeah, very qualified to be on this. Probably more qualified than both of us. If you're mm. if you're a teacher, yeah, I, I want to be I'm in qualified. your class. Oh, I oh feel like God. I would be a very similar teacher, Yo, but just quirky in slightly different ways. I am very dramatic in class. I will like lay on the floor and like cross my arms and like look like I'm in a coffin and stare at them until they pay attention. <laughs> I'm, ki- I, I'm so serious. This is performance art, and not this teaching. Is for, like freshmen in college, but I don't care. They're like kids. It's like you just have to talk to them like, like, I don't know. Like I don't yeah. baby them, but I'm also just like, I'm just going to do, do it my way. Yeah. And I'll like, I'll start, I'll talk in a British accent. I'll when like, you go, I'll cosplay like a cat. I do. I make sure that they, um, I cosplay for them as long as it's appropriate. You know, I always tell them that. Um, but I was like Gary, the snail. I was uh Cora from legend of Cora recently. Uh, Ryuk from death. Note. all that fun stuff. I would love, I would love to teach a class for y'all. A fake class. Please. It was very fitting that our first guest on the podcast is from Gen Z because we're talking about Olivia Rodrigo, who is a teen star for Gen Z mostly. I know. I would say millennials too. She like it's a, it's a millennial. That's a millennial. Uh, yeah, millennial. Lee, how old are you again? I am twenty four, almost twenty five. Oh my god, you're like oh so god, old. I'm so old. She's 20? 20? Yeah, she's about 20. I mean, when we say icons who broke the mold, like Olivia Rodrigo. She is said fuck. It. She did say fuck. She was born February 20th, 2003. So, Morgan, you were right. She's about 20 years old. What sign is that? She, oh my god, Lee, right away, new sign. She says she's a Pisces through and through, <laughs> little emotional fish, and boy, did she channel it into all her music. All right, this one goes out to Lee. Filipino dad and white mom. Woo! <laughs> I have that in my notes. <laughs> of course you do. It is a very like integral part of not only to her identity, obviously, but I would say to us as fans, me and Lee, of course, not Morgan. Morgan is sorry. quite sorry. <laughs> well, no, then you're, you're spicy. Have you're spicy. You you're have Italian. Well, also, I was just going to say, <laughs> Olivia is half German and oh. Irish, basically. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I identify just with half of her. I guess exactly, exactly. Okay. Um. Wow, just made me sad because she did talk about how like she's still connected to the culture a bit. There's a video where she was like, I, I forget it was they were making some sort of joke, and she was like, I don't know, I'm still very white, and that, that oh, was something yes. I would say because I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm Filipino, but like, bro. 
Very different. Especially when the mom is white and the Filipino is dad. Oh, it's so rare. It's like a fun fact. It's like an icebreaker. Mm -hmm. Two truths and a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, women carry the culture, really. And we'll talk about the role of women. I'm so excited to talk about her. Um, She grew up in a suburb between L.A. and San Diego. She became first well-known as a child actress, of course. I guess her first thing was appearing in an Old Navy commercial. <laughs> I didn't look it up, but she, I'm guessing she was, like, actually very small. That is very small. stuff. <laughs> that is very <laughs> weird shit. Uh, in 2015, so she was 12, she made her acting debut portraying the lead role of... Do you know what? Um, it is in a direct-to-video film. Oh, wait, American Girl Doll. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is it Grace? Or yes, yes, it's Grace. <laughs> Grace stirs up success. I don't know Grace's story. but I don't know her. That was past my time. But that's Olivia. Um, she moved to L.A. for Disney Channel's Bizarre Dvark, which ran from 2016 to 2019. She played aspiring musician Paige Olvera. <laughs> so she learned oh. guitar for the role. So Paige? like, mm-hmm. Another connection I have wow. with her. Wow. She was, like I said, she was only 12 at this point. Wow. Then from 2019 to 2022, what did she star in? High School Musical, the musical, the series. I saw seasons one through three. And can I just say, I love Olivia Rodrigo. So talented. Bro, she has the most boring character. Yeah. It's dry. It's You think Gabriella Montez is dry? <laughs> oh, how did they... Um, bro, it's bad. Her her quirk is that she talks in a British accent when nervous and that she has <laughs> lesbian parents. Oh! <laughs> That's her quirk. Yeah, That's we all talk parents. in a British accent when we're either nervous That's or true. drunk. It's just Very a but yeah, it doesn't really make a stand out that much. That's no. what she's saying. Yeah. Also, most hilarious meta name ever. Because they it's the high school. They film it in the high oh, school yeah. of High School Musical. And then they put on high the show High School Musical school. at their high school, right? But yes. it's also a musical beyond the musical they put on. It's, it's like musical in everyday it's life. It's Glee. It's like PG Glee for Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, maybe I do need to watch it. It's kind of bad, but kind of good. Don't support Disney Plus, but yeah, fuck just, Disney Plus. Just find find it on like a, a website. A website, <laughs> very specific. She left the show after the third season to focus on music, her true passion. She describes songwriting as her first love. She started at practically baby age. My mom has a video of me singing about losing my parents in the supermarket, which is a vi- very traumatic experience when you're four. It years really old. Is. It is. Yeah, it's terrifying. And then if you hug. The wrong parent oh, yeah. in, the grocery, in the grocery store line. Because yeah. in the I've back, you're like, before. oh. So that was when she was four. At age five, her parents signed her up for vocal lessons. Um, and also, she enrolled in local singing competi- competitions. Mm. She began taking piano lessons at age nine. And Olivia said, I think I was nine years old, and I performed at the opening of a grocery store in my town. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were someone who, like, I knew her from the grocery store days, like, that's screw cool. screw American girl. I go yeah. deeper than that. But her interest in songwriting really ignited after listening to Taylor Swift. Oh, the drama, the drama. So much shit to talk about. We'll get to that. Uh, then the early pandemic days is when she like thoroughly blew up yes. as a musician. Oh, um, Morgan, do you want to take it from here? In 2020, when she was just 17, she signed with Geffen and Interscope Records. Mm. Not Hollywood Records. And when she signed, she actually negotiated for full control of her masters. 
And this was all because she paid attention to Taylor Swift's battle over her own music. So more to, more to come about Taylor Swift, but just wanted to throw that in there. So obviously, Rodrigo released her debut single, Driver's License, um, back in 2021, broke various records. It was one of the best-selling songs. All over TikTok. I think that's oh. what... That TikTok is what launched yes. her career, honestly. I mean, she launched it, but yeah. And that single was followed up with uh, "Deja Vu," "Good oh for You," God, so and then good. eventually her full debut album "Sour" was released in 2021. Again, she won various awards, including Grammys, um, and there was even a, a there was even a Disney Plus documentary about Olivia Rodrigo. Did you watch that, Lee? I did not. Because <laughs> I just. I think I lost the password to Disney Plus. I don't use it anymore, but um, but yeah, I did not watch it, unfortunately. Okay. But we will cover Sour at a future date. Um, we wanted we wanted to start Olivia Rodrigo with Guts since Lee was the guest. We let her yes. pick the album, and again, Guts is the second studio album released by Olivia Rodrigo on September eighth, twenty twenty three. It was written and recorded with Rodrigo working closely with Dan Nigro. Uh, he's a producer and as well as instrumentalist on her debut album, Sour. It says something that she only had one producer yes. and worked that close. Like they're, wow, I didn't know they have a very close relationship, yes. okay. even outside the studio. And so Dan has worked with Carly Rae Jepsen, Conan Gray, and Cautious mm. Clay. So he's I love Conan. He's got Gray. a good. I'm going to say record. Cautious. Who's Cautious Clay? I don't know who that. I is. I like them. I love. Yeah, I don't know who that is. The I only Clay Conan I know is Aiken. Uh, also, love a vaccinated queen. She's. She remember Woo! she visited the White House. Oh yeah. To talk to Joe Biden to like urge young people to get vaxxed. <laughs> Let's go, Olivia. Get your boosters, babies. Mm-hmm. Olivia says Guts is inspired by the, a period of time immediately following Sour's success. She wanted the album to reflect the process of maturity she experienced toward the end of her teenage years. She even said that, quote, I feel like I grew 10 years between the ages of 18 and 20. Guts is a sonically diverse pop record with energetic songs and soft ballads. It experiments with rock influences more than its predecessor, and it uses a variety of guitar and drum sounds from alternative to pop rock styles. The album was met with widespread acclaim. Music critics loved its lyrical wit, its complexity and topicality, as well as the overall music aesthetic and energy. Reviews noted both humorous and emotionally fraught lyrics, detailing Rodrigo's struggles with identity. Romantic and professional disillusionment, unexpected stardom, and societal expectations as a young woman. Guts topped the album charts in 14 countries, including the U.S., and in its U.S. debut, it recorded 300,000 first-week album equivalent units while charting all 12 of its songs in the top 40 of the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. That's in, that's it is, and I, that's impressive. As it should. For real, and the cultural context is really gonna build off of that because the week this was released, it was on September eighth, twenty twenty three. Around this time, she was already at number eight in the top ten. Wow! Like wow. with Vampire. Ooh. Wow! Yeah, that's impressive. Was that the first song you? That was the first with? one that came out for Guts. Did you like? What, oh, how did you feel when you heard it? I was obsessed. So I, first of all. Daniel, my boyfriend, 
he loves Olivia Rodrigo too. Okay, we're both <laughs> stands. He listens to her at the gym. But we had a listening party, him and I, for Vampire. We stayed up. I think it was like, you know, 12 o'clock at night. And um, she had like this this fancy set. It was like a, like she made the music video into a set for her fans to be there and watch the That's premiere. That's awesome. And it was pretty cool. It was really awkward though because this one guy asked her to prom and she was like, ah, ha, ha, yeah, sure. It's like, uh, obviously, no. no. It was weird. But um, it was so cool. Music video, iconic, was Olivia Rodrigo for Halloween this year, which was fun. I love the photo shoot you Thank did. you, thank you. It's one of those um, costumes. Did you just like do it for the photo shoot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yep. Oh, that's who you were? Yes, that's the music that I'm doing. I thought you were just video. being you. <laughs> I mean, I am Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> yes. I, I was like, oh, Lee looks very festive for Halloween. That's all I thought. Can I just say, I feel a personal connection to Olivia Rodrigo. I think of her as myself and also my younger self that I just like, she's a little sister. I'm like, I see you. You're so much richer than me and so much more talented than me. But Olivia, I see you. Do you have any lacy vibes toward her? Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that. Let's go through this top 10. I, I don't listen to like, it sounds so annoying. I don't listen to the radio, but like, I don't. The way I find I out either. songs is like random. So I don't know some of these. Rich Men North of Richmond. Who? Oliver Anthony Music. No. Fast Car, but not the Tracy oh, Chapman ew, version. Don't Luke call Collins. Nope. Last Night by Morgan Wallen. Cruel Summer, Ooh. Taylor Swift. Paint <laughs> the oh, Town Red. <laughs> Doja Cat. Okay. Calm Down. Rima and Selena Gomez. Uh, uh, don't know that. Uh, then there's Vampire. Ooh. Nine, Dance the Night, Dua Lipa. And oh, Ten, Barbie World. Nicki awesome. Nicki Minaj. Wow. <laughs> Just call her Mickey. Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. With that Aqua. makes sense. I yeah, really so, did not remember any of those. Well, you know, nine and ten because we all saw the Barbie movie. Well, that, yeah. that tells you what kind of year it was, because Guts was released pretty close to the end of the year, um, so it works as a wrap up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to go through some just cultural moments, but I have to like get us through it quickly. But I just want to see your visual reactions or like rapid fire thoughts, okay. like first words that come okay. to mind. Got it. Because. <laughs> All right, Ariana DeBose, a.k.a. the bullet no, from stop. Hamilton, stop. the rap at the BAFTA Film Awards. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. Angela Bassett did what? the thing. <laughs> I totally forgot yes. that happened. King Charles III officially ascended the throne, the first coronation in seven years. Fuck him. Also related to the royals, Prince Harry released his book, Spare. Something about his cult. The Toja. Yeah, the Toja. Um, Taylor Swift went on her heiress tour. And Times named her person of the year, even though she hasn't done shit to help Palestine. Also, love Beyonce, but she's still a billionaire who hasn't spoken out. But Renaissance is going on. Oh, it was it was a great tour, though. Um, And while filming Wicked, Ethan Slater, (laughs) a.k.a. Broadway Spongebob, cheated on his wife, the mother of his child, with Ariana Grande. Yes. Can I just say I I saw Ethan Slater on Broadway. I'm jealous. And can uh, people. I, I'm mad because he ruined Spongebob the Musical because Spongebob the Musical is so I good. I love Spongebob the and Musical. Now I can separate like, him enough. Yeah. I mean, he's just a cheater. Like, he's a scumbag, but yeah. like, meh. But there are worse things you can do. They, Rizzo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Gwyneth Paltrow's ski lawsuit, she was found not guilty of running into some dude on the slope. Um, Hollywood shut down for months because yep. the WGA yep. and SAG after went on strike. Yup, pay your people, bitches. Mm-hmm. So glad they're back. Twitter becomes X. Fuck Ooh. Elon Musk. Uh, Britney Spears, the woman in me memoir. Yes. Morgan and I are almost finished with so the audiobook. Wow. And then celebs getting hit with objects while on stage. <laughs> that was also like a theme this year. I don't really? know why. Yeah, so many people like fans were rude. Like, do not know how to behave. No, That's there dangerous. Was, there was a New York Times article, or maybe it was Axios, about how. People don't know how to act anymore, and that's why at the I, concerts. Yeah, and mm. some psychologists are saying that's why people are throwing things, and yeah, in case you forgot how to act outside. Don't throw things at people. <laughs> Bare minimum, yeah. except that ass. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, Morgan. When when they walked in, like putting those bags down, I was like, "There's a peach in here, and it's it's not it's not a fruit." Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, Morgan's ass is honestly. It's stunning. It is stunning. It's statuesque. It is. I couldn't They work stop hard staring. for it. I do. Congrats. Thanks. Album title, Guts. She likes four letter four letter words. Love it. Mm-hmm. She she said so. Um also likes that guts is a loaded word. Like think mm-hmm. about it, it can mean bravery. You've got guts. Can speak to intuition. Listen to your gut. Also, apparently she wrote a b- really bad song years ago called I Hate Your Guts. Mm. And even though she's like, that song's never seen the light of day, she loved the phrase. I love that. And she is well aware that a lot of her fans were thought they thought she was going to release something called Sweet. All her fans thought oh, it was going to be yeah, Sweet see? after Sour. That's too but obvious, though. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Guts is such a cool name. It's it great. Is, it fits perfectly it for that. Also, album. the cover—it's so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, but it is a little bit similar to her first album cover. Mm, yeah. To be fair, but it's good. I, I don't hate it. I'm not a hater of it. I just think that I love the one image of her where she's like laying in the in the grass or something for the vampire like single. Yeah. And I like that yeah. one, but I think it's still good. Yeah. She has like a certain brand she's going with the purple. The purple. Her fave color. Same. Also, oh, she has the guts rings on in her face. Yes. Cool. I want that. She's so fine, but she's a baby. She's, she's a little a baby. baby. She's close to reminding me though, so. Yeah, but still. But she's still. pretty. She's, she's very pretty. pretty. Morgan better be thinking that I'm hotter. That's that's what I say to Daniel. Oh I, I, I'm so terrible. I'll be like, Daniel, smash your pass. And be like, and if you said smash, I'm like, am I hotter? Babe, what, like, <laughs> babe, why do you think I just said she's very pretty? Oh, instead of like raving about how yes. she is. <laughs> oh my I'm god, you're so, you're so considerate of her feelings. <laughs> I love that. Okay, who I want people to talk about All American. Can bitch we first. talk about that first? Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, let's What's talk about All American. Oh, bitch. we go in order yeah. of the okay, album. Okay, perfect. Um, I got Iconic. a whole thesis on this. Basically, all, like, all yes. American bitch. Is that bitch? Yeah, it is. She said it was her favorite song that she written that she wrote on this album. It, it is the best song. I'm sorry, it's my it's favorite. Such a good yeah. opener. It's my number one. Like, yeah, for real. Oh, what an opening! So I good. love it. It's a great kickoff. It really shows if you came here for sweet, you were wrong. Yes, like this is guts. Yeah, she said. I think female rebellion music, for lack of better description, is my favorite music ever. I've been obsessed with the riot girl punk scene for some while, mm. um, and All American Bitch was my stab at trying to write a song like that. Yeah, accomplished. Yeah, she murdered me, mm-hmm. and like, I loved it. <laughs> Kill me again. I. It's just too relatable. Like, there's so many lines that I want to be basic about and just post them as, like, my Instagram caption. 
There are so many. Son of my motherfucking pocket. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's so satisfying to sing. Oh, my so God. So I have, I have to say, do you all remember when the sound, I pay attention to things most people ignore, yes. was trending on TikTok? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I 100% thought it was a Taylor Swift song when I heard that line. So this my hurts. question is, is this the song that Taylor Swift sued her for? This one? All yeah. American bitch? Yeah. No. no, that's the first album. Oh. It's deja vu because it sounds like this one part in Cruel Summer, but it's a very small part. Okay. And she sued her for a lot. And that's, we'll get into that oh, with the grudge. There's. But. <gasps> yes. I knew that was yes. about her. I put yes. that there. When can I go on my rant? Go ahead. I read a whole fucking essay. Not oh. related, well, related to All American Bitch, but not about the song. This song so perfectly encapsulates feminine rage, like toward mm-hmm. our oppression and even the fetishization. Yes, of our of our dep- uh, our de- well, yeah, our depression, but also our <laughs> anger. You know, from dealing with generations of this stuff, mm. and also the way her voice and the instruments seem to like they're so delicate at first mm-hmm. in the song, but then like the anger bubbles up in the form of like curse yeah, words oh, and love the guitar. It. It's yeah. just mwah, impeccable. Yeah. I'm grateful all the time. I'm sexy and I'm kind. I'm pretty when I cry. Like, mm. this impossible, like, standard we have. And it also, like, includes this Madonna whore thing. I get that dichotomy yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my favorite lines from the song, Coca-Cola bottles that I only use to curl my hair. Mm. I love it. Because mm. Coca-Cola is such a symbol of, like, romantic Americana capitalism. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right. And I think of all, like, the ads and, like, the eph- ephemera. Yeah. I think that's a word that they have of Coca-Cola. And it's it really is so classic. But to me, this speaks to, like, participating in capitalism in a way that patriarchy, patriarchy specifically deems desirable. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know soda is sugary, so it's cute, right? That she uses it for her looks but not to enjoy as a beverage. Like, you don't want something that's going to make your fat mm-hmm. make you fat, but right. you're going to, like, right? Um, I read this article, Capitalism and Patriarchy Are Inseparable by Ellie Allen. And I think like some quotes from it are like pretty relevant. Um, Allen writes, female identity is a money-making machine. In particular, the construction of women's gender expression has been manufactured mm. for profit and is upheld by capitalism's patriarchal logic. Well, and it's the idea of portraying something that is not attainable, but you mm-hmm. keep working and, and spending yeah, and all spending this money, money up in order exactly. to meet that impossible standard. Exactly. And then there's Olivia's favorite lyric of this, and I think maybe the album, like a goddamn Kennedy, which yeah, you love. Yeah. And in the words of Warner and Legally Blonde, I need to marry Jackie, not a Marilyn. Like, mm-hmm. she is this perfect wife who stands by her husband at all times. Oh, my God. Also, and I am built like a mother and a total, a total machine. machine. I love mm. that line. That feels like something our mom would say. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. <laughs> she can be poetic in her unhingedness. Yes. Just like all of us. <laughs> Again, Alan writes, under the patriarchy, a woman's role is to serve her male counterparts and submit to their desires. The intersection of these two systems means that women have the job of providing free labor for the man, cooking, house care, child care, while also producing offspring will eventually become part of the workforce and Bruh. hence yep. contribute to generating profit. Yep. That is American bitch to me. Well, can I just say, I fully agree with you, and that is a great take, but in my notes, I just put curing my teen to 20s angst. Yes! So, I, I, it, is a, it is a great take. It is about all, all that stuff. Fuck capitalism. 
but in my pea brain just like was like yes this is iconic um it makes me feel like i'm in an early 2000s movie yes and oh, i mm-hmm. should like Lindsay lohan and freaky friday like i should be singing yeah. this slamming my locker shut also yeah. did you know that i don't remember which rhyme it was but it wasn't supposed to be hips it was supposed to be tits Ooh. i know she changed it but sometimes i think about that because <laughs> i you think really about got her tits or that line <laughs> the line Both. the line the line the line she's she's still 20 oh okay yeah I, I got you just much. said she's closer to the age than you. <laughs> yeah, but still. She's still a baby. She's okay, we can baby. all agree that she's Olivia pretty, Rodrigo is hot, but none of us would want to ever come after someone that much younger than us because it's freaking creepy. And that Why, men, are you still doing this? And that leads into... Well, there's then a bad idea, right? That's next. Yes. Uh, yeah. I love this song. Um, I feel like it's bringing back like that early 2000s like voicemail Oh yes, we yes. talked about yes. that with uh, yes. whose album was it? Ashley, uh, Ashley Tisdale's Headstrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I lo- is that was the first song you listened to, right? From Guts, that you enjoyed. That idea, right? Yep. Yes. This was the song that I was like, I think I maybe heard Vampire and liked it, but this was the song. You were hooked. I remember I like we were in the car mm-hmm. and I was like Morgan, we have to play this, and it was while we were finding parking, and you found a spot, and I was like, no, 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 we have to finish, and like <laughs> we have to listen to the song, and now you love it. Yeah, it's I love this song. It's also Daniel's favorite, I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he You he, see you see him nodding? I he's he listens to it at the gym. He loves oh. the first three songs together because of the transitions. Like if you listen to All American Bitch in Too Bad Idea, right? It has a beautiful like you hear the little door open and oh, then she yeah. knocks. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an ex, but it makes me want to sleep with an ex. Oh. I have like, slept with an ex and it is pretty awful and delicious and fucked oh. up all the same time like but this, that's what bad idea what, right what it's is. about yeah <laughs> it's a bad idea right <laughs> stem of the day the biggest lie i ever said <laughs> i say that in a british accent the biggest lie I oh ever my god said. you're just like her character uh, i'm just like i'm just like a little no bit. this song reminded me of like sonically music that i tried to make as a kid because i loved paramore mm. and i loved you know blink 182 and it's one of those things Angels where you like yeah. were yeah. an artist like of any discipline always is like i wish i i wish i made that i wish yeah. i could have done that like when i read certain things and i'm like i wish i wrote that mm-hmm. yeah would that be that's this song for you yeah it's fair it's one. great it's one of my like so catchy it's probably number two for me really like you said in the song we hear her knocking on the door and we hear that same knocking in the music video so it's like all from their tongue the story and they break the fourth wall so masterfully i think um i love it like not only are her friends telling her that seeing her ex is a bad idea we got the freaking universe yelling at her she got the rain coming down she doesn't uh, care she gets slushied or on the bus what do they call it in glee i mean i wonder if that was a oh, an for ode sure. to, ode to glee. Deja Vu, she mentions glee in her song oh yeah she does so uh, yeah that was probably an ode yeah we got the spider on his bed also we never see his face, just like in another music video. Mm. We don't see his body, but th- there's like literal fireworks that she has with her ex. But then those fireworks turn into like these destructive flames. And that's like what sins. it is about getting with an ex. Like, mm. it's like, oh, it can feel like a fireworks. And then you have, the, oh, would neither of you know what getting. No, yeah, we both haven't had exes. Well, Morgan, you've had, have you had I mean, like I've... a situationship? With a stalker, yeah. Oh, oh well, you also like, that's sad. That's different. Okay, no, no, no. But what about with um the lizard? That's what I call them. 
But I, oh. I didn't get back with them. Oh, you never like had that push and pull? I think for a little bit she was trailing you along probably. And that's why you part of why you ended it. Yeah. I can't really relate though. Yeah. Sorry guys. I won't you I know won't, what I, I won't talk about to. it like that. Maybe then, I'll I break guess. up with you just to get the thrill of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I can relate to though? Shitty older men. Ooh. <laughs> and that is vampire. I okay. know she has like history with the guy. So you have you got dirt because it reminds me of 29 by Demi Lovato. Yeah. So what's the dirt on the guy? I don't remember his name. I just know he's kind of ugly. Like, <gasps> da- yes, because I, I looked him up and I was like, he's not attractive. My, uh, I showed Daniel and I were talking about this. We were just talking about how creepy like older guys are uh-huh. like preying on it's this so gross. 19 year old girl. Um, and I was like, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of this guy. And we looked at it together and he was like, Olivia Rodrigo's dating that guy. Like, he's so ugly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I wrote down, he was an influence. He was a DJ and influencer, already blah. I wrote down in all caps, ugly, 27. Pretty women date ugly men from time to time. Yes, they do. It's a phase. I had that phase. A phase. Phase was the last name of uh, Adam, right? Adam Phase, who she had a six year difference with. I don't know what the hell he... Oh, he's a producer or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Glad glad she got out of that, though. Egg, exactly. But it's, there's a weird pattern, though, of, like, definitely girls writing songs about when they were, like, mm-hmm. 18 to 19, um, and then later realizing how fucked up it was. Those yeah. poor girls. That's so we're, weird. Yeah. I know. We're pretty sure it's about Zach Bia, though, yes, go, too. Yes, yes, Because she even... She tries to, like, skirt around the issue and be like, these are personal matters or whatever in a lot of interviews. Like, don't blame her. But at one point in an interview, she mentions one, you're so vain, the Carly Simon song whose target has been a matter of public speculation for more than 50 years. Um, Mm. And she goes, like, finally, when she got pushed a little more, she takes a moment, exhales and smiles and goes, no comment. That's like showing it's about him. Yeah. Like I would think that's confirmed. Yeah. yeah, vampire. I actually really liked it as my single. It's not. I don't think it's my favorite song on the album. I know. I think this also might be Daniel's favorite or second favorite. Um, I still really love it. I do think it deserved to be the first single. I think it's. I feel the same as you yeah. for all those things. Yeah, I think it's not. I think sometimes the first single doesn't have to be the big banger, but this is giving like a little taste of the vulnerability mm-hmm. of, yes. of, of of this moment of like, oh, I'm growing up and realizing these mm. these things. Um, but I do really love it, and I think the bridge is the best part where she's like, "Cause that would mean you had a heart." I love that part. Oh. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. She has a lot of, like, on this album as a whole, I'd say, like, fun, like, little jabs. bridges, out- outros, and, yes, jabs. Yeah. Jabs with the whole freaking thing. I um, love the ending with the power chords yes. on the guitar. <laughs> oh, it's so angsty. It's great. It really is. I mean, she called it a heartbreak song you can dance to. And, yes. Yes, you can. You just want to be, like, crying in, like, a, a safe mosh pit with basically only women <laughs> and queers oh, I've all done slightly that. apart. When Daniel's Crying. not home, I will sit in my room, just the LED lights on, very Gen Z of me. <laughs> so Gen Z. And I have like Olivia Rodrigo's guts and just like, we'll pretend I'm in a music video. And I, but like, I just sit there and like, I pretend in my head so people don't really see me. Oh yeah, I do that I'm just too. just like, yeah, this is cool. The music video, it's like very sensual and emo at the same time. It is. It's very Twilight. Mm-hmm. Also another masterful, like, 
fourth wall break here mm-hmm. when like she's on the stage and then like the lights crash down she hits her head we pull back she's Everyone's on watching. stage yep got a theme going it is a theme and like this even like talks about you know growing up and having these like freaking fallouts with gross men like all in the public eye and then all these people have to like watch and they're just like consuming it and like applauding and like it's just fucking havoc mm. Did she like? Was it implied that she was going to jump into the traffic? I think overpass? so. Okay, okay. Or she? I don't know. Sometimes I was like, oh, she's a vampire. She can turn into like a bat. Oh, and she just flies away. Uh, that was like a happy ending. She's like, fuck you. I'm going to turn into a bat. Oh, <laughs> and fly away. Lacey, oh Lacey, <laughs> oh. It's another top three. And fun fact about Lacey: it actually started as one of her assignments in a poetry class she took at USC. And then it grew into a song. I just am admittedly a very envious, jealous person. Mm-hmm. I thought I, of you as soon as I heard. I was like, this is a song about Lee. Oh, I definitely um, admittedly really, really bad jealousy. I mean, her first album has Jealousy, Jealousy, the song. If you don't know it, you should listen to it. Will do. Um, I love that she's admittedly jealous, too. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel seen because I'm like, yeah, I know it's bad. I know it's toxic. But I can't help it. I don't know. So you got become obsessed and you Instagram stalk. I have been there. Oh, I had that with a girl in like college and high school. Oh, yeah. And it's just, I, it's also about Sabrina Carpenter, who is another (gasps) pop icon. She's the blonde girl in driver's license. But I like, I like Sabrina Carpenter. Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo used to love, I mean, maybe she still does, uh, like loved Sabrina Carpenter. I think she's a little, she's a few years younger than her. I think Sabrina Carpenter is like 23. Okay. Um, and I don't, it's one of those things where they both have, I'm pretty sure I've written songs about each other. Really? I don't think, yeah, yeah. We Wait, can Sabrina, get oh, oh I yeah. Um, and I think the beef is that like people sometimes don't like Olivia because she didn't like stop her fans from slut shaming like Sabrina Carpenter. But I'm Ooh. also like, meh. Like, yeah. like she was like 18 exactly. when this came out. Also, she probably is like, her managers being like, don't say anything <laughs> and just let it ride. Um, but I think, honestly, she kind of just, like, gives her, Sabrina Carpenter compliments all the time. So it's nothing, like, none of her songs are, like, shady like Taylor Swift back in the day where it's like, oh, like, she's in the mattress. It's She's more just like, oh, you're so hot. You have the guy <laughs> that I want. And it sucks because you're a nice person. Like she looks in her one of her old songs. She says she looks beautiful. She looks kind. She probably gives you butterflies. Oh. And it's like sad because it's like, you know, you're telling me you wouldn't be sad if if like you liked a guy or something, mm-hmm. and someone that you think is really cool, like a girl. Oh, dates it's you. oh, that and is it makes unique. It worse it's a it's unique like, heartbreak because it's like it's one of those. It's it's so much easier to hate them if they're a shitty person. But I don't think. I don't think either of them really are. Yeah. Um, but it's also very queer. It's so queer. In my notes, I just put queer question mark. Professor calls my friendship romantic. Um, and that's because. Wait, wait, who said that? My professor. Really? <laughs> this is where I, I think I relate to Olivia, especially in this song. Cause one, it's about jealousy and yes. that's pretty given. Right. But it's also, there's like queer undertones yes. and you don't really know do you want to be her or be with like, her? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this. Um, I'm a creative writer myself. I, in my creative writing program, I did a nonfiction class. And in my thesis, 
I wrote a story about a friendship I had in high school. She was my best friend. And I wrote this this story about us and just how we met and how we became unlikely friends and like how this other guy um, in our high school life was weird. And long story short, I wrote about like how we would like hold hands in the hallway (laughs) and how when I met her, like this one person was like, is that person like a girl or a guy. And in my head, I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to follow them and like be their friend. There, It was a long friendship. I have no beef. It was just like, it, it faded away. It just, yeah, ran its course. But I wrote the story and I got my grade back. I got an A. First of all, I'm a banging writer. Yes, uh-huh. you are. And my professor was like, this is a great romantic story. Oh. And I was like, th- he was like, this is like a love triangle because there's the other oh. guy. It and is. I was like, freaking oh. what's his name? Yeah. And so now I tell my students that, like, I, I read this to them for my creative writing class, like, that story. And I was like, I was like, just so you know, I'm pretty sure, like, it's going to sound very queer. <laughs> and it is. I just didn't know it at the time. Mm. Have you ever had that experience, Morgan? Yeah. No. No? No. I've never been jealous of another woman. Well, what about, like, a guy? Have you ever, like... Was a guy ever boinking your girl? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> oh, see? Yeah, where you're like, oh, I'm... Like, damn. I wish I could be him. Just yes. leave out the, like, part of you wanting to, like, get with him. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, there you go. We're all lace- We're all uh, obsessed with Lacey. Now, how about Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl, this retro-inspired, guitar-driven tune? Lee... I have a question about this lyric. Every guy I like is gay. Right? Did you, did you? I remember realizing that he was, I have a vivid memory. First of all, okay, okay. So I always, my first celebrity crush was Ryan Evans or Lucas Grabeel from High School Musical. Okay? And it doesn't really make sense, but now it does. Now it makes, now it makes so much sense. But I was obsessed with only buy High School Musical merchandise with his face on it. Like, I used to have a bracelet with his face on it. With his oh, little yeah. blue fedora. I remember it all. This <laughs> big fedora. I remember all the uh, the sheets you had. You oh, had, my like, God. Probably I a curtain. <laughs> he was everything to me. And I remember we were in our parents' bedroom. You and mom were sitting with me. And you were watching, like, the trailer for Milk. Um, I remember sitting there. And mom and you made a joke saying that like Lucas Grabeel would <laughs> probably prefer Deaver instead of me, our brother. And I cried. And it's not non-homophobic cry because I we understand. were very, we all, oh, I, I mean, we were all very like, She's like oh, why isn't it me? Since, since the beginning because of our cousins. So like we, I, I, that wasn't the thing that threw me. I was like, what do you mean? He doesn't love me. me. He's not going to yeah. love me. But, um. Palette of a Homeschool Girl. Also my anthem. It is. It is. I wrote Great song. (laughs) (laughs) Anthem for my teenage self. Like, this is, like, how I felt in high school. Still now, honestly. Ballad of a Neurodivergent Girl. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Dude, I, like, I'm just thinking about how unhinged I was with all of my crushes in high school, like super unhinged and God, I feel bad for them. But also I, I love what you said in the other podcasts too. Like I have to, you have to be so kind to your teenage self. Because right now I can laugh about all the guys that I had crushes on in high school and they were trash, blah, blah, blah. I was being cringe, but Back then, it was so real. I remember, like, crying home, holding a Pop-Tart in my hand, 
because I got rejected. And then you kept the I kept the pop tart for three years because I'm a hoarder and I have OCD. <laughs> I finally threw it away, but. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a good flavor. It was like a soda flavor. And I was like, Ew. you're going to give me a nasty ass. Even though they made uh, Yeah. It's just, do you relate to it in any way? I feel like as an introvert and someone that like just is very, I mean, not to be quirky, but it's an it's the song for the awkward people. No, yeah. And, I, and, I, but related. I think authentically awkward. No, because like, I'm not awkward. Well, <laughs> you're just neurodivergent. Yes, I'm her. just neurodivergent, but the Leo in me is like, let's go. Time for me to perform. Nah. This is fun. Nah, I really, fun I really relate to this. Just Do like you? being socially mm. awkward, not really picking up social cues and like social mm-hmm. norms, and mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, oh, I knew this song when I yeah. was thirteen. Yeah. It's like everything I do is tragic. Every guy I like is gay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you like want to curl up and die every time you step outside? Yes. It's social suicide. It's social suicide. Great song. Probably one of my personal favorites. Shall we? Make the bed. <laughs> Another self-deprecating track. So making the bed. I'm getting more Taylor Swift vibes. The Archer. Yeah. Yeah. But so what do you think? Um, I wrote me off Zoloft. <laughs> Stop. I love the line. I, I love the song too. It was a grower for me. At first I was like, this is Same. a little slow. But then I was like, Same. wait a second. I'm listening to the lyrics and I was like, oh. It ended up being like one of one my much, faves. Yeah. yeah. And I love the line. Another another thing I forced to be a sign. That mm. was still me, but definitely me off Zoloft when I was like scrolling through like, since this guy likes me, signs like blah, blah, blah. And it's <laughs> like, it's like I'm really forcing this shit. But I feel God that. and pushing away people or pushing away friends or whatever. Uh, that was me in college. I was a terrible friend. Shout out to oh my, my friend, my one oh my friend. God, no, that's so too. much in shout common. Out to Stop. Stop. No, I'm giving a full <laughs> shout, shout out to Octavio. Octavio is like one of my best friends from co- from high school and college. Nice. Went through my bullshit, liked his shitty ass roommate who's a fucking awful person, and I was so mean. I was like, I just like. Wanted the guy Such a pick me um, And playing the victim So well in my head Oh I still do that That's kind of <laughs> bad But <laughs> But like I love the self-awareness it's, You are so just like Olivia No she's you're so just like yeah. Self-awareness That's what More connections You're Olivia Logical Another great ballad Same yes. I was gonna It's say, so this is an, good It's another like Personal fave of Olivia's And it's another Personal fave of mine Because mm. again yeah, Being in like same. a this one's I for guess you, be, I, this is this, this is the is one for, for me. So I was in. I mean, I've done a lot of pretty sh- shitty things in my life, and so I've been like not was. I was not a great person. Again, if you were friends with me in college, and you're sure f- still friends, thank you. Also, Ooh. if you knew me, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I then at one point was in like low key, uh, like emotionally abusive mm-hmm. uh, relationship for many years, and. Again, with the vampire and, like, the the romanticizing toxicity, you can kind of do that when you're in an abusive relationship. And, like, I don't know. y'all, And y'all know I'm not great with ballads because I just, like, prefer yeah. upbeat songs. Yes. But this track, like, it grew on me. It's I didn't, beautiful. like, I didn't it love it at first. But it's, like, mm-hmm. Because I can just empathize, you know, so hard with that. And, like, the idea of love is never logical. Like, it really isn't. Like, why do you think I'm staying? Like, I'm... I'm all this money, giving so many chances. Yeah. Like, that's what it's like to be in this this toxic mm. loop. And, like, it's it doesn't add up when you think about it. Why would you keep stay there? I wrote for this song, the lesson is you cannot change an already doomed man. 
Right? Ooh. Yeah. You you cannot. Also, the ending is Chef's Kiss. I oh, love. Oh, it's so good. I love the sound of it. Um, I, I, I rem- this song reminds me of the time, like I can't relate to exes like you can, Paige, and yeah. like kind of you, Morgan. But I can relate to having ex crushes, and that mm, shit was mm-hmm. still heartbreaking. And I, it's really funny though. Um, I remember um, one time, I don't know. I basically got rejected by this guy in college, and I dramatically put on like my earbuds, listened to Lord, and, yes. uh, and I. Sp- not ran. I sprinted to this one building at night Ooh. and I sat on a bench next to a trash can. I cried dramatically. I love it. You got to do that. You got to romanticize your, your trauma. I want to get him back. This is probably my top three. It's I so good. good for me. It's tied with bad idea. It's so uh, they're, good. They're so they're the two upbeat. I can't okay. choose between them. This is the one where sometimes like or not sometimes I maladaptive daydream a lot, and especially when I'm at the gym because I hate going to the gym. I will go on the treadmill and I'll listen to this song and I'll pretend I'm making a music video with all of my ex crushes. So it would be <gasps> like it would be, yes. like, but I'd be cosplaying too. So I would be like Mikasa in like um in in Attack on Titan yes. ripping like. I want to kiss your face with an uppercut. I pretend like I'm, I'm like slaying oh. um, um, Aaron. And oh, cutting his head oh my off. god! Oh my god! Yeah, but it's like all of like swoopy-haired guys mm. with skateboards. Ryan Evans. And like I love all, this concept. I want to make it happen. Beating up, other, beating up like what a combo. the guy that screwed me over, and we're all like, I want to get him back. So good, father's daughter. Yeah, her father was a therapist. Yes. So, so maybe so I can perfect. fix him. Oh my god! It's oh. I love the breakdown. Oh, me too. How can you? How can you not? It's want to sing and lo- sing and clap a lot. Like oh, mm-hmm. bro. I again. I don't have any exes, but I relate to it so much. And like, oh my god, it's such a fun thrill it, to to, yeah. to be in lust mm-hmm. slash love. Um, the music video once again. Like I said, the ex is a mystery. Blurred out. Like, and we got the multiple Olivias. Represent those conflicting feelings, all, mm-hmm. all those different versions of yourself that you create for a person and different people and just having to, like, do these freaking, like, mental gymnastics. And I, well, and I love the double meaning of get him back. Like, yes. I want to yes. like, get him back. Is amazing. But also in that, I want you, I need you, and then get him back and, like, revenge. It's so good. It's so good. I would say it's maybe, like, Good For You's counterpart or twin on this album. Like, I it kind of, it felt like a part two or something. I don't know. But I think this is better. Yeah, I agree. I think Good For You is, is fun, but it's definitely, her first album's great, but it's definitely her first album. Yeah, like, she's matured so much. For sure. She's found her, she's found her sound. I yes. Think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, like, her, I know her parents influenced her huge with, because they listened to, like, the alt the alt rock it's and like, like our parents it. yeah it is like our parents it's like we had the i guess Shout like the more mom. fruity side to uh, on dad and yeah. then the angsty <laughs> side the female rage with mom's mom side. yeah i believe she cited listening to a lot of carol king which i personally love because my mom awesome. listened to her cute love is embarrassing the Great capricorn song. song it's the capricorn song and i made it the capricorn love meme is fucking embarrassing this is also this was lo- me looking back again Relating to Olivia, looking back into early 20s, I'm still early 20s, but very, very early 20s and late teens of being like, wow, I really did that for a shitty guy that like, (laughs) 
like looks crusty and didn't shower. Like, oh. what am I doing? Um, but it's just fun. And um, it feels like I should be like dancing in like a, a like a commercial or something. <laughs> or, oh yeah, or like a rom com. Um, I love the 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 line. Uh, I damn near started World War Three because there's unreleased songs she has that you can listen to on YouTube, SoundCloud, and there's so many. There's some really good ones. Gross is a really good one you should listen to. Uh, but there's one called Apocalyptic Crush, which is also a banger, and it's basically her saying like, "You can't have you can't have my man. You're gonna be you can." get with her if there's World War Three or something. And she's like, she talks about your apocalyptic crush. I don't know. But it's a, a song about World War Three for her crush. And I feel like this is a callback to that. Because oh. she damn near started World War Three having that love triangle with Sabrina Carpenter, Got Joshua it. Bassett, and her. Oh, that's a great, um, that's a great and callback to that. And she almost started with World War Three. She was making a, a whole... I mean, it was dramatic when mm. when the driver's license came out, but now she's like, "Oh, this was stupid," mm-hmm. which is fair. Apparently, she's always been obsessed with the idea of motherhood. So, like, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, like, what? I'm planning out my wedding with some guy I've never married. Like, she said, she she like admitted that as a kid, she was always like, "Go pick out a baby name that would go with their last name." She's like, wow. "That's how psychotic I am." I mean, I've did the same. That's thing. not even psychotic. Olivia. I think You're that's fine. just like. People do that. We all do that. Yeah, I think. it's I mean, like right, it's you, it's for the the girls who are like the bridal industry. The bridal <laughs> industrial complex is really like they, they yeah they're not targeting yeah. Morgan's soft butch. Yeah. Sorry. The other day I was at a Barry a Barry's boot camp class. A friend invited me, and Paige forgot that that's where I was. And so <laughs> oh, this she, is my Delulu She, looked, oh, she no. looked at my location on the phone. And she she thought I was at Brilliant Earth. Brilliant Earth is the <laughs> engagement is ring store. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, it's oh, 930. No. So like they're in the federal donuts and maybe they're just waiting for 10 a.m. for it to open. And that's why they're in the federal <laughs> the donuts and they're going to bring door. me back federal donuts. Oh, no. And, but I won't know they also have a ring. <laughs> they did not come what? back with that ring. They did not. Or federal donuts. Or federal donuts. Who's got me the freaking donuts? I, that would be pissed me off. I'd be like, "Where's the dones, though?" Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right there. Yeah, right there. Um, Still yeah. got a hole in it. So like. I had when I when I finally got <laughs> put got a the ring hole. right in yeah. it. Right. The grudge. The grudge. Oh, I I've love been. This song. I didn't. Even, I purposely did not read very much so research so that you could it? talk yes. about it. Okay, so it's so good. So there's three different bullet points I have for this. And I wrote, lost my faith in Taylor Swift. OCD, which I'll (laughs) explain. And um, person that I cannot name from high school, this one guy who has basically called me a whore. Oh. um, And thinking that I wish he was just a little fucking sorry. Yes. Yes. Mm. So first we got to talk about Taylor Swift thing. This song is definitely about Taylor Swift. Okay. Okay. Um, I am not like, I don't know all the very fine details, but long story short, it starts off with um, the first Friday in May. And I think that's the first time that Taylor Swift reached out to okay. to Olivia Rodrigo or they met or something. Um, and 
she was a huge fan. Like big never meet fan. your heroes. Yeah, she said that in her in uh, in a an interview with Alanis Morissette. <gasps> Alanis Morissette was like, yeah, some, some she was. Ta- they were talking about how it's bad to meet your heroes, and yeah. Olivia was like, same. So yeah. I wonder who that's about. Um, but she, you know, she did promo for Taylor Swift for her Taylor's version of like of Fearless and stuff. Um, and she, this is how Taylor pays her back. Yeah, with a fucking lawsuit. Yeah. So there's this one song on the first album that she did sample and give credit right away to Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. Like that was a full sample from her. But there's uh, the other song "Deja Vu," where it does sound it does sound like the one part from "Cruel Summer." But it's like a very small part. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me Taylor Swift doesn't have songs that sound like other songs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, she has influence from Taylor Swift, but Taylor Swift also doesn't, doesn't own fucking pop or like yeah, all that shit. There's what the, I am very passionate about this topic mm. and I feel all types of way about it because oftentimes, like, they're essentially arguing that you can copyright a feel of a song. And it's, it's like, like you can't. You can't, there's only eight notes you can only in do Western so much music. You, yeah, you like, can only do so much. And oftentimes the the juries on these these court cases, they don't know any anything yeah. about music. It's like there's obviously songs that people do plagiarize. I'm not I'm sure that they're there is Yeah. But this song? No. And and um and she like got like fifty percent of it. Or something. I I don't know. It was a ridiculous amount back. And after that, she has been silent about Taylor Swift. And, you know, Taylor's been busy with the Eras tour. So you think as a fan, she would talk about it. Yeah. She She would go. Nope. And I think they people asked if like any songs were about Taylor, and I think she said no comment. Again, don't quote me on this. This is just like me scrolling through Instagram. But um, <laughs> that's how we get our yeah, yep. <laughs> whatever. Um, and then on top of that, Sabrina Carpenter did uh, was. Taylor Swift's opener for the wow. tour. And so wow. she got, yeah. That was intentional. So it's like, and I, I just also relate to losing faith in Taylor Swift. And I know you wanted me to talk about this because I did suck Taylor Swift's cock like <laughs> so hard. I did not know um, where this is going. No, no, no. Like I was big, like big defender, like Taylor Swift. And uh, don't get me wrong. She's an incredible songwriter. Oh, yeah. I oh, like, we love like, her songs. She's a great her songwriter. Her music, her music, music is so good. Her. But, but she's, her a, she's a white feminist, awful, sorry, awful not even sorry but billionaire doesn't like wishy-washy with things that she believes in mm-hmm. and or claims she believes in so i related to olivia and that like feeling shattered of like damn like finally realizing like this person that you admired and you looked up to and i did look up to taylor swift as like a, a writer oh me like, too as like yeah, a 15 school. year old yeah and then now i'm just like oh she's a shitty person and olivia's probably thinking or i don't know i fantasize about what olivia or rodrigo is like too <laughs> well. i think we'd be friends but i i feel like she's probably like yeah. she would be your lacy if you were actually yeah, friends exactly. if you were actually friends she i don't think you could lacy. handle it no, but I'd love her. I'd fall in love with her. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I just, yeah. But I think we just both lost faith in Taylor Swift around the same time. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, this sucks. Oh, you are Olivia. Well, technically you're older, so Olivia is you. That's true. She is me. <laughs> she just doesn't know it. Um, but it is, I mean, the song is all about taking everything, like taking something and She's like, but you still want more? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. That is Taylor, her. you're all about like, oh, master, like, own your masters and like, um, pay your, pay musicians, small musicians. And, and you already have this. so much, but you have to take more. It's like, why? But, like, yeah. why? And I love the line, uh, we both drew blood, but mm-hmm. man, those cuts were never equal. 
Yep. And I think that yeah, she's Taylor's a freaking billionaire pop star. Like, and you're really gonna lit litigate litig litigize. You know what I'm litigate. saying? Litigate. Litigate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, seriously, your fan. Like what? A, That's such such a, a bitchy move. Such a bitchy um, move. Great sorry. songwriter, but terrible person. Yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna, sorry. I'm gonna rant about this song a lot. Oh, um, we're gonna, oh, that's we're, that's fine. We're gonna pivot to my second bullet point. Um, OCD and I forgot so, there was an outline. <laughs> this is a stretch, but sometimes I also can't relate to like I relate to Taylor Swift, but like that's boring to fantasize about. And sometimes I'll fantasize like I'll I will admittedly romanticize my OCD sometimes in my head because I'm like this shit sucks. At least I could do something with it. Um, and when I listen to this song, particularly the first verse, I'm like, damn, this is what I wish I could say to my OCD. Like mm. you fucking suck. Like, sometimes I personify OCD for songs. If I don't have, like, an ex, I'm just like, God damn, like, you take everything away from me. Mm. You take all, like, you make me so exhausted. And that's how oh. I feel about mm. I hold a grudge to my OCD. And then the third bullet point. I love that, though. Thank you. It, it, feels, it feels good. Um, the third one is fuck people that make you feel like shit. Yeah. And I'm still holding a grudge to some people. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I won't do anything terrible to them, but, like... My undying love, now I hold it like a grudge. <sighs> I love that line. It's not my favorite track, but I love it at the same time. Because mm -hmm. they're, they're all so good. It's, it's yeah. a, For me, it's a no skip. But the lore makes it so much better. Yeah. Like, the, it like I appreciate better. the song. I, deep, yeah. I have a deep yeah. appreciation for it. For sure. Speaking of songs uh, that you're not crazy about, pretty isn't pretty. Yeah, it was it's a not good my song, favorite either. But like, it's, it's, it's okay. I skip it. I, it's it's a grower for me. It's not like anything crazy brown groundbreaking. Yeah. But would I like be mad if I if it like played? No. That's how <laughs> to, to to like clarify when I say no skip, if I have it on in the background, I'm not gonna I'm skip, not gonna skip I'm not gonna skip anything. But if I'm like actively listening to I'm, I'm gonna like skip it. I'm gonna skip yeah. it. If I'm like I'm here to listen to Olivia Rodrigo yeah. for this uh, yeah, yeah. I'd skip but, it. But I do like this song. I love, um, this is like the disordered eating anthem. Yep. Yep. Oh. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I relate. Oh, I started Olivia. to skip oh. lunch. Stop eating cake on birthdays. That's the sad Oof, line. Yeah. That's like for me, the first, my, my uh, favorite line. Uh, from my this favorite, song. my favorite is the second verse where it's like, it's in the shitty magazines and in yeah. my phone. It's in, man, I was just thinking, I wrote down like social media ruined Gen mm -hmm. Z the same way magazines fucked up millennials. Yes. I mean, and Victoria's Secret ads. I mean, it kind of it kind of goes together, but uh, there. I, I'm thinking about how many times I think about my appearance, and it's every day, and it's really oh. bad. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know why I wrote this, but I wrote, "P.S. I stole your green iPod." Oh no, no, no! I dad found it. Oh, you found it, and I have it back, and I put it in my bag. Oh, good. Well. Well, what? Whatever. It's mine. <laughs> it has good memories in it, though. It does. It does. You passed on your music to me. I did, and I like for, when I would force you to listen and listen to All American Rejects. Yeah, I still remember that. I, well, I want to try to find a chord for it and plug it in, and see. But I don't know. I probably threw away all those chords. Bought a new prescription to try and stay calm. Ooh, Morgan, that's for you. Yeah. Nothing yeah. much to say yeah. about it. It's okay. It's not, it's not a bad song. Yeah. Just, then we finally wrap up the album with Teenage Dream. I thought it was a little underwhelming to end the album. Maybe it should have been placed a little bit differently. Mm. See, I, I don't. I don't disagree. 
I disagree, but agree at the same time where it's not my favorite song. Mm-hmm. I do like it. I do. Again, it's not a, it's not a skip to me. I think if this were playing, I get in my feels, but it's yeah. not my favorite. I do think it's a good ender though. And here's why. Cause I think it, it sort of, re- sort of resembles what the whole album is all about. Mm, yeah. Towards she's like, bro, what if I don't get better? That's <laughs> true. And I felt very, re- and like, yeah, maybe I feel like oftentimes the last song is usually not the best. And I think it's, you're right in that it's a good like it encapsulates the thesis of the album like it's basically like oh shit like i'm not a teenager anymore it's i feel like it's both about you know obviously her fear of like oh i'm so famous now is is this all like am i just Mm -hmm. gonna be a teenage dream to you um am i just gonna end here is where my peak is but i feel like this is my fear that i peaked in high school like with with musical sometimes i'm just like did i peak you definitely but yeah good okay but i know i didn't but got your whole life ahead of have ahead of you you're only 19 but i fear they already got all the best parts of me oh i'm sorry Mm. couldn't always be your teenage dream and then like again the gross like way older men Mm. want like Leonardo DiCaprio, like they need to get younger. He gets older, they yeah. stay the same age. Like, when am I gonna stop being a pretty young thing to guys? Mm-hmm. When am I gonna stop being great for my age and just start being good? Yeah. Man, I just love Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. That's that's the moral of the story. She's relatable. Um, she's there for the for the Wajians, you know. She is. She's such a Wajian. She I, really I, she is. She makes you feel seen because I I feel like she is low key insecure about that. I don't know. Again, that could just be being to Lulu, but <laughs> it's either us projecting your parasocial or... relationship. <laughs> with <Olivia Rodriguez. laughs> I don't care. It's not unhealthy to me. I'm like, I just I just oh, like her. Okay, it is. You it. are a walking Olivia Rodrigo song. <laughs> exactly. Oh, one more fun fact. Apparently, and this will just make her more relatable to mm. you, I feel like. Fun fact, if you turn up the volume at the end of this song, you can hear a spoken outro between her and Dan. Like, he's the, the producer, producer, right? And it's like, is this recording? Hi, Sorcy. What should the next four-letter album title be? Fart? Oh, I, I, I didn't know that's what it said, but I knew it was a mumble. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. That's awesome. Final thoughts um, on Guts? I want to be Olivia. Guts is amazing. I don't think I know this. This podcast is about all the f- like low key flops, but this is she did we, not flop. We cover everyone. She cover everyone. I mean, like I it's said, the in, like I said, the yeah. intro. <laughs> That's she true. is the icon who broke the mold. She's the icon. The, we who broke we the have mold. a few. We have a few. Like we yeah. said, Ali and AJ. There's some others. But she also did the Disney knees when she when she does live performances. Oh, the Disney knees. Yeah, I thought it was a great album. It just conceptually is very sound Mm -hmm. uh it's very thoughtful and intentional Mm -hmm. just no filler i would say like no filler filler. each song is a is a hit in of itself and Mm -hmm. it shows when all 12 tracks were placing on the billboard charts Mm -hmm. i got a personal message for olivia i can wait for your next album because i know you're under a lot of pressure Mm. i also can wait i can wait take your time girl like you do you, because I know you're brilliant. You're, you're brilliant. brilliant, twenty year old. I trust you, and I trust your process. Take your time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I just had to, dear Olivia. Um, even if you're not listening, I just know um, from somewhere far beyond um, in Pennsylvania, <laughs> you're amazing, and you should you should take your time, enjoy enjoy yourself, and if you're feeling angsty, we see you. I feel I I understand. I get it. 
Thank you, Olivia. Thanks, Olivia. Thank you. And thank you, dear friends, for leaving reviews if you have done that. If if Leave not, reviews. If not, it's please great. do it. <laughs> I'll tell my friends. It helps. <gasps> thank you. I'll tell my friends. I'll and like, I do have it. prizes. I mean it.